This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Friday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary, better known to you folks as Rico, is here as well. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I am here. You're here. I am here. That is all. That's all. Any, that any all. plans this weekend? You're going up north, right? Maybe. Maybe. Question mark. Okay. I'm not sure. What our plans are? It's like this you're weekend. A, a bird migrating back. You going up north this weekend? You going yeah, back? you going yeah, back yeah. north this weekend? Yeah, yeah, it's warming up up there, so I just headed up. It's, yeah, it's about that time. Done down here in Mexico. Going back up to Canada. Anyway, just skip over that whole uh, United States thing. Yep, exactly. As always, you guys place. can uh, interact with the show four zero two four six four five six eight five, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. Both those open for you guys the entire way here, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Um, as well as Allo Channel 951, 951 is the place to be. Rico, before we go into uh, some of the SEC stuff that's going on with, with SEC football, I want to make sure we mention that we're going to be at the College World Series this season. Yes. And are. it's the first day of the regionals in the NCAA College Baseball Tournament going on today. And we're going to be, once they get to Omaha, the final eight teams, we're going to be hanging out at the Hilton Hotel. Shout out to Blur Parties for having us out there. Um, we will be out there June, what is it, 19th, or excuse me, June 16th, 19th, 20th, and 21st. Yes. Those are the four dates that we'll be out there uh, in June talking about the College World Series. I believe we're going to have tickets to give away for contests, so you guys make sure you're hanging out here. Um, and come on down to Omaha because the whole blur parties, and we're going to be at the Hilton once again downtown in Omaha, in O-Town. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a blast. Uh, looking forward to it. Obviously, as we are a, we are a pro baseball show, I would imagine. Yeah, we are a heavily pro baseball and softball show, and so the college world, the women's college world series is going on right now down at USA Stadium OKC. But when uh, the the men's college world series comes to town in Omaha, uh, that's going to be right up our alley. A lot of weather affecting the women's college world series. They had to that's what I saw some, postpone some games. A game had to be postponed. Didn't start to like nine forty five at night. So yeah. you know Nebraska knows all about that when they were down at Oklahoma State. Uh, speaking of Oklahoma State, they got shut out. Lost Don't. eight to nothing to That's Florida fine. State. That's fine. Maybe Oklahoma State can just stop being so good at softball, and then Nebraska, when instead go of down. going down to Stillwater, Oklahoma State can come up to Lincoln, and Nebraska can knock them out. Two years in a row down to Stillwater. Yeah. That's too bad. Are we going to make it three? Um, the Garbologist says that you should call out. we should call out texter Gorilla Bear and tell him that if he doesn't text in by the end of your show, you're changing his name. 
And so we, we happily yeah. call folks out. I'm good at calling folks out. And so, Gorilla Bear, this is officially you being called out. This is this is your official notice. Yes. Your eviction notice. Yeah. If you do not text into the show today. We're not going to block you. You just, you just lose the rights lose to Gorilla name. Bear. I don't know what we'll change your name to, but we'll, we'll change it. Yeah. All right. 402-464-5685. Before we get into the SEC conversation, we have a phone call on this Friday. Let's bring in T-Bone. T-Bone, what's up? What up? Hey, boys. Good to hear from you. Um I am going to ask you some questions about Major League Baseball. Before that, I got to tell you, one of my funniest openings that you have is when the guy says, Are you going to happy hour? And he goes, I'll have a couple. Nobody has ever done that ever in the history of life. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a couple. That's why you go to happy hour. Yeah, I'll have a couple. <laughs> a couple thousand. Um, so uh, the other thing I was going to mention before I get to Major League Baseball. Uh, the softball World Series, that was pretty interesting. I'm waiting to see if Oklahoma will ever get beat again. Uh, I think, what yeah. do they have, like a 43 winning streak, something like that? I, I think it's more than that because earlier I th- earlier in the season I saw that it was like 48 games. So I'm pretty okay. sure I, I'm sure it's, it eclipsed 50 at it this point. It was 43 before Supers. Okay, so I would assume. And I think they got through that. Yeah. So Well, they got through okay. all the unscathed. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're, they're pretty incredible. So, yeah, I'll be watching that. So I wanted to get you guys' opinions about uh, all the changes this year in Major League Baseball. I'm finding myself, and I, I'm a, like you guys, I'm a big uh, MLB fan. Mm-hmm. But with all the changes this year, I find myself watching more and more games. And I see the viewership is up uh, thanks to the number of steals. And if you guys want to go through some of the changes, that's fine, because I'll, I'll just listen to you guys. But – I love all the changes that they made. I think it's made the the game better. And uh, last I heard, it is uh, reduced the amount of time to about two and a half hours now instead of three, so almost 30 minutes. And it's just so quick pay. So anyway, I'll hang up and listen to you guys' uh, responses. I appreciate that, T-Bone. Good to hear from you as well on a Friday. Um, And so to to answer T-Bone's name. Yes, yes, great name. Uh, shout out to us having a great intro as well. Um, <laughs> so in regards to Major League Baseball and the the the, the, the pace of the game, I, I believe I read back in an article in early May um, that the average ML, or Major League Baseball game right now is taking two hours and 36 minutes. And so obviously once they play more games, that's going to fluctuate. But you're right, right around, as T-Bone said, around two and a half hours. And part of that's pitch clock, part of that... Um, is just the the, I mean, even something as small as shifts in in defense, right? It, not allowing in between each pitch, de- or you know, infields to wholesale go to the left side of a of second base bag or whatever it may be. Um, but this is back from April that Major League Baseball game times are down thirty one minutes on average uh, after rule changes, and that batting average is up sixteen points. Uh, in addition, stolen bases have spiked up 30%, um, and the t- the pace of play is on track to be the sport's lowest since 1984. So when you talk about, I mean, we've talked about it in nauseam, of what sells in this day and age of baseball, right? And, mm-hmm. and if, if Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, you, you may have your opinions of him, and that's fine. It, however... When you look at some of the changes that they've made, it's improved the 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 viewing or you know the viewership, I suppose, for the sport. And what I mean by that 
is you have players like Jazz Chisholm who who love that guy. who who has a celebration for every home run. I, I'm missing on the name. Uh, Eurostep. Eurostep. Eurostep's home plate every time. Yes, Eurostep's home plate every single time after a home run. You have guys doing bat flips. You have you have all these these celebrations and. Unfortunately, if I, I understand if you're a traditionalist, you might not like that, but that's what sells, and that's what that's what people watch on ESPN on the highlights, and that's what people are going to kind of gravitate towards. Of okay, this might not be that boring two to one ball game, and you still have that sprinkled in there every now and then. But as but now it's more a two to one ball game is is exciting still yes. now because of how quickly it's going how little time you have between the pitches because of the pitch clock because yes. you know the pitchers don't want to give up ball the, the batters don't want to give up a strike they're not stepping out of the box readjusting their gloves you know seven times wiping their hands down hitting the bat on both sides of the plate five times and then you know swinging it around their head for about 20 minutes like it's it, it the i i really think the pitch clock and the pickoff moves um, cutting it down to two, I believe, um, has really improved baseball because even if you are a traditionalist, even if you are you know, one of the older baseball fans, I don't think that that really messes with the sanctity of the game, and I really think that it, it helps add to what baseball already was as, as you know, uh, America's pastime is such a, a great game to watch. And if, you're, if you truly love baseball, then – you should be enthralled with not enthralled. You should be extremely happy that the uh, the viewership is up because that means the younger generations are getting into it. If the younger generations get into it, you'll have you know more players, more eyes. Baseball can keep going, keep growing because at the pace that it was going at, it was the older fans and and not much else. And if that happens, once the older fans go away, I don't know what else you were going to do if you were baseball. So what they're doing and the fact that they're I don't know if allowing or if just the players have realized that they can show more emotion and not be vilified for it um, has really helped increase the the eyes on the game, the viewership, and and people's maybe some people's love for the game. We're, we've also seen. I mean, Major League Baseball has a has a pretty good, um, I, I should say, process to testing out new rules and regulations and how they want to do this. They usually introduce them in the minors, right? And then uh, they'll trans- transition if they feel like they'll be helpful to the, the professional or, you know, the top level, Major League Baseball level. And with that, I mean, we saw it last year, all the reports coming out of minor league games on how minor league baseball games were down a half hour as well on average per per nine innings, right? And so, I mean, I just looked up. Uh, an article back from from June sixteenth, twenty twenty two, and the resemblance and the the correlation is is really similar, right? Minor league game cut, or excuse me, minor league game time cut twenty nine minutes with pitch clocks. Minor league games with a pitch clock have averaged two hours and thirty seven minutes this season, and that was down in two thousand twenty two. And what did we just say that average game times right now are two hours and thirty nine minutes? So I mean that's a the the correlation between whether or not something's going to you know benefit teams or and fans in the minors it also can can be translated and correlated to the major league level as well. So um I, I think it's a good thing. I also probably playing a factor in in getting people to watch, right? Cuz home runs sell the universal DH. Like I wasn't a huge fan of the universal DH rule. Um because I would like to consider myself as as more of a traditionalist, as more of a somebody that really enjoys watching 
the evolution of a baseball game, right? The first time through the order, the pitcher kind of has the upper hand. Then the second time in the uh, through the order, the the hitter the the hitters kind of make adjustments on the fly, right? And it's that chess match. I I really enjoy watching that, but I understand that just a casual common baseball fan might not enjoy that, and they want to see the towering home runs and the the, the stolen bases and the celebrations, and that's fine. And so I think Major League Baseball this season has done a better job of finding that avenue to where it it incorporates both of those fan bases. And that would result in increased viewership and the universal DH, I think, is is one of those because it gives you another hitter on your roster or in your lineup more specifically that can, um, can hit those towering home runs and... In a way, you don't have to worry about you know player or pitchers in the box getting plunked with a with a ball or anything like that as well. Yeah, I mean so. your pitcher. It, if you want your pitcher to hit, then you you should have your pitcher or be work Shohei Otani. You should yeah, your your pitcher should be Shohei Otani and work on that more. I just yeah. it's I I I didn't mind it. Um, I was actually a really fan of the Universal DH, but I didn't I wasn't mad um, when pitchers were getting up because to me it was always just a fun game of like. Can they at least put it in play? Can they, you know, even if they don't get a hit, can they at least, you know, put the bat on the ball? Because yeah, you you forget to real or you forget to remember that at some point during this person's baseball career, whether that be you know uh, little league, uh, high school, college, they were probably swinging the bat. They weren't always just a pitcher. Yeah. Well, we see it in like uh, not to change sports, but you see it in softball, right? I mean, uh, obviously the pitchers go. I mean. For Nebraska, Courtney Wallace was one of Nebraska's most reliable hitters and clutch hitters for for multiple seasons, and she did it did her job in the circle as well. So I don't know. I think once again, I think you're never going to make the entire uh, watch party happy. I think, yeah, but not major, everybody's major, be major league baseball has done a done a pretty good job, and I would expect more changes to come down the road. Whether that's changing the baseball they, as they do every year, changing maybe the, the the bats and how they're constructed as well. The one rule that I think will really turn me away or disappoint me from major league baseball is if they end up going to electronic umpires. I think mm, robot there, umps. There is some sort of human element that you still, like, if you're a baseball fan and watching it that you not only expect to have the human element, mm-hmm. but also, I don't know if crave is the right word, but I I want those bang-bang plays that it's questionable what the result's going to be, right? I want those 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 split-second decisions because also it, it speaks to how talented the umpires are. I mean, we always talk about how bad they are, and how how poor of a call or poor of a game that they had, but on the flip side, when they have a good when, game, when ninety nine percent of the time, ninety nine out of a hundred games, they're really really good, mm-hmm. and the, and it's 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 remarkable how well they can call and handle a game when you're throwing a hundred and one consistently, right? Because that's the normal. I mean, that's that's average velocity is Which is, is upper nineties and low low triple digits, and so um, when you're getting those those pitches that break however many inches, yeah. Just, just crazy break on the ball and all of that. Umpires are crazy, and if you, you know, you can get upset at the umpires and all that. But my thing is, you know, when they do the ump cam and you're watching that ball come in, yeah. and it's just like, okay, was that a ball or a strike? I don't know. And that's one of the more that's one of the more, you know, exciting views to watch. Like at the College World Series, for example, if you're watching on on TV, you can have it where it's like you have the the normal TV crew, right? But then you have the home plate umpire who's mic'd up. 
and you have the natural sounds of the ball hitting the glove, right? If you're if you are a traditionalist, and it's more of that holy cow, that guy is able to call one that's in the strike zone, catches the paint, right, and call that a strike. And then there will be one about a half inch farther out. And at 98 miles per hour, you can't you What's can't decipher that. How can you decipher that? It's so it's so interesting to watch it unfold because then it's and ever since they started putting like the K zones on the TV and stuff when they're when they're playing the game, it's still not it's not that accurate. But it, it's, it's crazy there. it's crazy how they're just able to to decipher from you know right on the plate to a half inch out mm-hmm. to then two you know two inches out. Gives so me it's more ump cam, kind of crazy. Yeah, pro up pro ump cam show. One thing I do want to talk about, as T Bone mentioned with the women's college world series, and we we bring her up every now and then when we talk about softball. Oklahoma softball's Jordy Ball, right mm-hmm. from from Papillion, Nebraska, and, and Dirty Tony and the boys uh, sent this in, and we wanted to talk about her anyway. But it's it's remarkable what the Papillion La Vista Monarch graduate has been able to do in her first two years with Oklahoma, Rico. So she was the freshman of the year, if I remember correctly, last season. Yes, um, the national freshman of the year. I mm-hmm. want to make that clear. And in 2022, which was her freshman year, she had a 1.09 earned run average. For Oklahoma, obviously won the national championship last year in 141 innings pitched. That's ridiculous. And so, just a lot. I mean, a lot of a lot of work on that arm. And so then you go, okay. She, let's she see. also had to sit out a little bit because of an injury her freshman mm-hmm. year, so she didn't even get to you know show everything. And so now you look this season, right, with with Jordy Ball and Oklahoma, number one team in the country, just just a, a powerhouse. And we'll have and, one loss. And this season. After having a freshman year that in, included a 1.09 earned run average in 141 innings pitched, she follows it up with 129 innings pitched this season with a 1.03 earned run average. I mean, we talked about it in Husker baseball where, unfortunately, sometimes their their pitching wouldn't you know, shut the door, mm-hmm. if you will. Nebraska's hitters and offense would score six, eight runs, maybe even even 16 at one point against San Diego, and that un- unfortunately wasn't enough. I mean, my goodness, on the diamond, on the softball field for Oklahoma, you have a pitcher out there that has a 1.03 earned run average, and you need to score two runs, and you feel pretty confident in your ability to win a, win a softball game. <laughs> I, that's just such a luxury to have for uh, Patty Gasso, the uh, um, the head coach, the head coach for Oklahoma. It's just such a luxury. To there have. was a stretch, and I'm see if I can find it, where they didn't play a full game for like five Jeez. or six games. It was all five inning games because they were run ruling everybody, and it was just ridiculous. And they, like I said, they only lost one game this season, and it was. Pretty early in the season, I believe it was to Baylor. Um, let me make sure I get this right. Well, while you do, we'll go ahead and say this. Yeah, it Since, was the, sorry, Rico, go ahead. The fourth game of the season, they lost three to four to Baylor, and ever since then, they decided that winning was cool. So, in softball, obviously, if if you don't watch it consistently or, or know a whole lot about it, teams will start the same pitcher over and over if they need to. If, if they're that talented, right? Because it's a natural arm motion to throw a softball from the circle where baseball usually need a couple days rest because it's not a natural arm motion. So understanding that, I don't know, just eyeballing it here, 
well, I mean, I guess I could count 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 21. In Jordy Ball's last 21 appearances, how many runs do you think she's given up? It would be since April 1st. Since April 1st, yeah. 2023, in the last there's, 21 appearances that Jordy Ball has pitched in. There's a stretch in there of a lot of shutouts because I remember looking at yep. it. I'm going to go with 21 appearances. 21 appearances. How many runs? Yeah, five. Four. And one of those came to a fellow Women's College World Series team, Oklahoma State, where they put up three. Yep. So, it, I mean, just just absolutely. 21, appear- 21 appearances. Four runs, four runs since May or since April first. She probably only threw four, five innings in a lot of those. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, six and one third, seven innings, five and two thirds, five innings, three innings, seven innings. Yeah, just a lot of run rules. And I would like to add in that game that she gave up three runs. Oklahoma still won eight to three. Yep. Just, just such a luxury to have. Just the one loss to Baylor, three to four. Yeah. Or fourth game of the season. They were still getting their bearings. Just such such a luxury to if have. That's even a thing for. Yeah, they lost four to three to Baylor back on February nineteenth. Uh, yep. Let's see who are the pitchers in that. Jordy one? Ball threw six innings, Ball allowed allowed five hits, four earned runs, and walked two batters. Yeah, I mean she's only allowed nineteen runs the entire season. Goodness gracious! It's it's truly spectacular. I highly recommend that if you find yourself channel surfing. Over the weekend, looking for something to watch, and Oklahoma softball is playing. There's probably a pretty good chance that Jordy Ball is going to be in the circle. Oh, definitely. Number 99 for Oklahoma. Make sure you check it out. 14 Make sure you check complete it out. games. Oh, she she got a little fancy, sprinkled in a save. Oh, of course, of course, you have to. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, she's 19 and one this season. She has a 19 and one record this year, which is just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And five strikeouts. 34 walks. Like, I want to, I want to put that. 22 earned runs. I want to put and compare, like, her stats to somebody else that's, like, currently pitching, but it's unfair because everybody does. She is the best pitcher in college softball. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Is that is that wrong of me to say? No, no, absolutely not. And oh, and she just happens to be playing for the best team in the country as well. Yeah. So let's go ahead and take our break. Um, oh, goodness. When we when we come back. Her freshman year, she had 16 strikeouts against Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we, we are going to dive into the SEC stuff. Thanks to T-Bone for, for chiming in. You got us a segment. So nice job on uh, baseball and softball. Good Thanks. stuff as always. Um, but no, let's go ahead and take our break. We talk SEC scheduling because the SEC decided to go, or well, first of all, eliminate divisions in 2024 and then also go to an eight-game schedule and so it's kind of been a tough week for for the SEC commissioner Greg Sankey. Simply just they're not getting the best reaction for that. So let's go ahead and take our break. We'll dive into it, tell you more about it coming up next on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.